This is Pat McDonald, and you're listening to the Yuck Yucks Comedy Podcast. Yuck Yucks is still the best place to have your office party or event. Just go to yuckyucks.com for details about our group rates. Be sure to visit us at www.yuckyucks.com. Twitter. Twitter. And follow us on Twitter using hashtag YYCP. What's going on, my little yuckamaniacs? Welcome to episode number 60 of the Yuck Yucks Comedy Podcast. I am your host, Jake Hirsch. And yes, thank you for joining me. Uh, absolutely great episode this week. I get to interview a, uh, a star that I followed growing up and uh, definitely uh, admired and loved their movies. Um, it's just been Absolute honor thinking that I get to interview some of these people. This week, the ever funny Mr. Chris Catan joins me on the program. Yes, Chris Catan from the, of course, amazing uh, years of his work on Saturday Night Live. Uh, and if you remember correctly, Saturday Night Live uh, brought to life so many of Chris Catan's characters. It is absolutely amazing to think how many actual uh, impressions he did and characters that he developed. Uh, if you are a fan of sketch comedy, and I know a lot of people are uh, in the comedy business, uh, you will be a fan of today's interview. Now, just to kind of give you a little bit of a uh, preface on on what exactly happened, uh, we had made arrangements to interview Chris. Uh, he is performing at the Abbotsford Club uh, coming up here, and uh, I believe the majority of those shows have been sold out, but there are still tickets maybe available. Check the website, folks. Please check the website, yuckyucks.com, and he's going to be playing our Abbotsford Club. Uh, please check it out online to see if you can still get tickets. I'd be surprised if there are any left at this point. I know they added a, uh, I don't know if it was a third show, fourth show, something like that. Uh, and, uh, obviously that's a testament to, uh, to his, uh, presence on the comedy scene that, uh, he draws, uh, such a huge, uh, sold out shows, a number of sold out shows. Uh, again, check them out. Abbotsford Yuck Yucks, yuckyucks.com. Um, Yes, Saturday Night Live brought to life so many of these characters. Uh, and if you guys, uh, like I said, remember, Saturday Night Live was really the amazing background uh, of sketch comedy in the United States, bringing it to TV. Now, of course, there are shows that have been very uh, popular and very successful since then uh, in the sketch comedy world. But if you look back, SNL was really the birthplace of sketch comedy on TV. They really introduced that format. Um, of course, there's SCTV back in the uh, back in the day. Uh, shows like In Living Color, Mad TV. I mean, these are all shows that were really. And I could be wrong. SCTV could have been on air before SNL. I'm not 100 percent sure. But I know SNL obviously has been looked at as the bar as the you know world series of sketch comedy for TV. Uh, it has produced such amazing acts and actors, uh, and of course characters. Mister Peepers, Mango, um, of course Night at the Roxbury, the Batabi Brothers. I mean, uh, if he even did Carrie Shrug, which is, uh, is hilarious. That you know he was able to pull off uh, being able to do so many impressions. So it was a real treat to sit down and, and actually uh, catch up with uh, Mr. Chris Catan about his years on SNL, uh, you know, keeping in touch with uh, castmates and stuff like that. Uh, now, I wasn't expecting him to call me at the time that he did. I was right in the middle of doing some paperwork uh, at my desk, and thank God I was at the studio at the time um, and uh, managed to pull off the interview. So I didn't have my questions in front of me. I'm 
doing all this stuff off the cuff, uh, a bit of improv uh, on my part. Question-wise, I was not prepared. So uh, if it seems a little bit uh, me going all over the place, it's only because my brain was racing 100 miles an hour trying to think of all the questions I would have wanted to ask Chris Kattan. Um, but very great guy, very gracious uh, and, and super funny and, and, and very, very likable. Laughed a lot. And uh, yeah, it was, it was a really good, good interview. Um, so I invite you to please stick around and listen to that. As far as news on the forefront here, of course, I update you guys on all the stuff that I'm doing. And I invite all the clubs, of course, across Canada, all of our uh, locations all across Canada to send us any updates that you would like read out on the podcast. Uh, we do have a great network. We get listenership from all over the place. So it is important to get your news out there. Uh, coming up, uh, of course, uh, we've got the late show with Tyler Middleton. It's actually the the Friday Late Show with Tyler Middleton. Uh, it's a show that I'm producing here in Calgary. I invite anyone to come out uh, and and check out that show. Tickets on sale at yuckyucks.com, uh, $20 a piece, and it's going to be a fun-filled night. We've got uh, we've got sketch. We've got uh, some improv. We've got uh, comedians. We've got guests. We've got uh, – I'm just – yeah. It's going to be a huge production. I couldn't be more excited about it. We've got a team of such fantastic people behind the scenes. I never thought that we could have assembled that many people uh, to work together all in one place and on one project. And the way I looked at it was like, there is no way that you can get this many funny people and bright people together and something not be successful. So I'm looking forward to this show, September 16th. Uh, be sure to come down and check it out and just check your listings. Yuckyucks.com. Every club across Canada has always got a rotation of fresh talent coming in, special shows, uh, and of course, uh, we also do corporates and, and the whole nine yards. So just check out yuckyucks.com, please, okay? You can even find me on there, okay? I'm there in a couple of places. Come check me out. I dare you. I dare you to. Uh, what else is going on in the world of comedy? Um, yeah, right now we have a bunch of people uh, up for uh, Sirius XM. Uh, last comic, uh, the finalists. Uh, so be sure to jump on there and vote for your favorite comic. I know uh, personally a couple uh, friends that are in that right now. Chris Griffin, uh, John Bueller, uh, some great, great talent. Go on there and check it out and vote for your favorite Yucks comics uh, for the Sirium, uh, Sirius XM uh, last comic standing, I think it is. Actually, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the contest is, but just go check it out. Sirius XM, you'll find it. Um, I think that's it. I think that's it. I'm going to get on with the interview. Uh, so enjoy it and uh, be sure to give us a shout out on Twitter. You can find me at Jake Hirsch EG and uh, hashtag YYCP. And of course, all of our lovely staff that uh, are here to help you out. That's right. Myself, your host, Jake Hirsch, our executive producer, who's been doing a kick-ass job booking some amazing guests for us, Kira Williams. Uh, special thanks to Jess, uh, our, our national booking uh, uh, head honcho over there that does all the club bookings all across Canada, uh, was able to line up this interview for us. Uh, Chris Catan. So thank you very much, Jess. I very much appreciate this. And of course, to our webmaster, Camille Sorovi. Sorry, Camille Argue just got married. And I wanted to give a shout out on the intro to one of these podcasts, not on the exits. I don't know how many people stick around to listen to me talk at the end of the interview, but I wanted to give a special shout out to my good friend, Camille Sorovi. Uh, now Camille's Argue, who married Lane Argue, of course, who cuts the uh, acoustic intros uh, and bumper music for this podcast. So 
congratulations, you two. I saw the pictures. The wedding looked beautiful, and uh, we could not be more happy for you. Stick around, folks. Let's go talk to Mr. Chris Catan. No, no. Signal? I mean, I'm in Bainbridge Island. Oh, okay. Uh, in Washington, near Seattle. So it's not too out of in the middle of nowhere. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> I would think Abbotsville is more out of, in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> That's the word. <laughs> That's the word. I haven't been over there yet myself, but uh, I'm planning on oh, going yeah, out there in September. But, uh, but hey, so hey, first off, thanks for joining me, man. It's a it's a huge honor to talk uh, to you and and uh, and and just to have you on the show, man. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. So let's jump right into it, man. It's uh, you've got a you've, you've been doing stand up for a, a while, and and uh, I, I had a chance to check out some of your work and and absolutely brilliant stuff, man. You do such a great job at, at bringing some of your stories to life on stage. How long have you been doing stand up for, or is that something that you've always been involved in? I guess like for no, I've never. I just uh, no, I grew up like uh, in the Groundlings. I mean, that's where I had. Well, it didn't come from stand-up, it came from sketch comedy, so right. it took me a while to get break into the uh, stand-up. I was just getting comfortable at first, but then well, it's been five years, so now it's, you know, it's a lot of fun. I enjoy it, and I'm surprised the amount of uh, fans out there and stuff, that, you know, the power of the media and how they remember so many, uh, you know, specifics about certain characters, whether it's like Mr. Peepers or... Gay Hitler, or, <laughs> you know, of course you're a monitor, or whatever. Even this, it's a kind of a you know, to me, a crappy, crappy movies. You yeah. know, some kid, always somebody seems to love and quote everything about it. So <laughs> that's a, it's. I don't great, know which man. one's correct, but it's <laughs> nice to know that people <laughs> enjoy it. <laughs> Absolutely, man! It's been getting a lot of press, a lot of play, a lot of people looking forward to you. Uh, of course, coming up to Canada. Have you spent any time uh, up here before? Have you been to Canada? Yeah, oh yeah, I've been to Canada. Have you? Of course. Uh, have you been here in the winter time, or, or have you always kind of? Yeah, I was there. I was in um, Edmonton. Edmonton, yeah, yeah, yeah. I shot a film there years back, and we we're, you know, there's. Um, they're like, you should come up here. It's the second biggest mall in the world. Right. Like that was part of me getting to do the film. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the big draw. Second biggest mall in the world <laughs> got me up there. But it was, um, yeah, it was cold when I was here. So, yeah, I was here for a few months. But I've been, of course, to Canada in all my life. You know, there's Vancouver and Tacoma. I mean, Toronto. I mean, there's plenty of, like, you know, there was a big time in the... 10 or 15 years ago, I guess, when it was, you know, people were filming there a lot more because of the tax dollar. Right, compared right. Compared to L.A. or New York. And it was, you know, Toronto was not far from New York, and Vancouver was on the West Coast, but still it wasn't too bad for people to travel from L.A. So, like, filming everything from so many different TV series to X-Men to almost right. everything that's being shot in Vancouver for a long time. Yeah, it seems to be quite the hotbed over there right now. And especially, like, even in Calgary, it seems to be, uh, like you said, a lot lower rates as far as them making movies and, and paying people out and stuff like that. So I can see yeah, the draw. Yeah, still going sure. on. Yeah. Right. Yeah, definitely. So uh, do you find, like, your your comedy resonates with Canadian crowds just as much as it does with the States crowds? Do you finally get to yeah, tweak anything? The, yeah, the the, you know, the the crowd is usually anywhere from 
Well, you can only get in. You have to be, I think, 21 or 18 to get in. 18, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So then, you know, because there's still, there's like kids who are fans too, but so anybody that's 18 and above obviously can come in. They're usually, you know, people my age or older, and then most of the people in their 20s, mostly it's people, you know, girls and on a date with a guy. Right. So it's all ages. Yeah. yeah. All races. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I find that it appeals to everybody, and especially like with your obviously like your history of impressions and and you know your characters and and stuff like that. Especially like right now during the Olympics, do you get a lot of play for the Carrie Shrug stuff that you used to do? Yes, yes, that was um, twenty years ago. But yeah, she's still still the only one that broke her leg. I guess that's right. To that's get right. the gold. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was the that sketch gets a lot of play during the sports. Uh, SNL specials and, uh, of course, the Olympics now. I saw it in various places because it was a Olympic memory. Yeah, definitely. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've been watching the Olympics right now. I'm kind of watching it. They're having the women's volleyball. A lot of volleyball lately, which is fun. Yeah, definitely. What's your take yeah. on this whole uh, Ryan Lochte uh, situation down there? Have you been the keeping one? up? The, the Ryan Lochte, the, the ones where they're saying that they got robbed uh, by the Brazilian police. And now they oh, seize yeah. their passports and everything. It's just a it's crazy shit show, man. I, I heard it only I heard that about it once. They didn't. I guess yeah. It's, it was well. That's Rio, I guess. Right? <laughs> Doesn't it have to happen sometime? <laughs> exactly. I assume. I don't know. <laughs> so it's, it's for, nice to know there's an old. It's nice to know that there's an old fashioned ro- robbery <laughs> yeah, still going on. Bring it right back to their roots again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so with your like, obviously, like you've got so much history in in just in the L.A. scene alone, just in the entertainment business. I mean, you mentioned that you, you, you know, came up through the ranks and the groundlings. I mean, obviously there's a lot of, a lot of people uh, that are affiliated with that, you know, same with like the upright citizens brigade theater, uh, a lot of sketch comedy troops and stuff like that. How did you make your way from sketch comedy onto the radar for SNL? Like, was that a good recruiting ground for them? Oh yeah. Well, that was obviously the closest thing you can get to SNL. If you're already learning how to write for a sketch and perform sketches, sketches are on Sunday Live, so it's easier to come from that than it is, say, stand-up, right? you know, or just being a writer, right? because you already have, you know, knowing how to perform, doing different characters and writing. The Groundlings are very, you know, you take a few classes, quite a few classes before you can get the possibility of getting in the Sunday show, and then you're in the Sunday show for, like, maybe a year and a half, and you get judged every, voted on every six months, so, um, you know, you always, uh, you always, you're never really late. You know, it's not a lazy performing experience. You sure. know, you're writing a lot and expanding your creativity, which is great. So it really uh, prepared you for something like Saturday Night Live, and you could see like Kristen Wiig how well she did, and right. even Melissa McCarthy when she hosted. You know, she just went right into it and knew how to score with the sketches and the character she already did because she already most of that work was done at the Growlings already. Right, right. Do you, so it does help a great deal, and, and um, more than any other, I think, part of the media to come from that than to come from anything else to get on SNL. It really works in your favor. Definitely. What Do you keep in touch still with a lot of people that you used to work with on uh, SNL? Yes, of course, yeah. I mean, of course, texting is fantastic. So right, right. A lot of... You know, whether it's Fred Armisen or Jimmy or somebody, you know, Jimmy, Jimmy's email, though, 
although maybe he has text available, but I communicate <laughs> with. Oh, wait a minute. No, I do have his phone number. He did give me his phone number recently. He changes it like every four months, I think. I would imagine. I would imagine. <laughs> his email keeps changing all the time, but he finally sent a picture of his kids, which is really cute. That's awesome, man. And, uh, you know, that was very, very adorable. Yeah. But, um, and, um, so, yeah, so most people will text a lot and, uh, whatever. Yeah, I do. Maya's a great friend. That's amazing. Uh, a lot of people have kids though, you know, and married and yeah, that's, that's part of life. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I no. haven't had a child yet, but you know. Yeah, what's up with that, man? Are you? Are eventually, you... that'd be nice. <laughs> What's up with that? <laughs> Is that it or what? Are you haven't yet. Are you tapping no, out? You're not going to be the right mom. Kids? Yeah. <laughs> be the right mother. You got to be the right mom. Absolutely. Do you have a child? I do. She's 18. Jasmine, yeah. She's going to university oh. this fall. So, uh,. I'm excited about it, man. But uh, I'm the only uh, I'm the only American that came to Canada to make it big in the entertainment business, not the other way around. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I figured I'd stand out a little bit more over here than uh, in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> hey, are you keeping up with this uh, with this show, man? This uh, the night of. Have you been watching this? Yes, I have. Um, I think there's only show. two more episodes left. Yeah, that's a kick-ass show, man. Are it you, is uh, it's good. Yeah, some of the writing and stuff is just spectacular. I've noticed, yeah, though, that, that you were like, because you obviously very big in the movies, very big in TV and stuff like that. Or is that something that you're, you want to you want to start focusing more on, or are you, are you happy doing stand-up? On or? an episode, what, me doing part of the cast of The Night Of? <laughs> well, I mean, that what would be saying? ideal. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, do you, is, is TV and, and movies uh, the form that, that you want to, that uh, you eventually want to want to you know get back into more of a full time thing or or are you happy yeah I'm doing, doing that now too it's it's I'm doing that now I just did a couple movies and um, I have an anime series called Benicula and I'm uh, prepping for a, something with Sandler that uh, was an idea and that's clicking and I have a book that I wrote or am writing and that should come out next year and. Um, there's a couple movies coming out too, as well as uh, I'm developing a series with anonymous content, and they they're a great uh, production company. They you know they did uh, the Revenant and Spotlight and oh, wow. True Detective, yeah, and they're they're excellent. So that was they wanted to develop something with me. So I'm writing. I wrote something with another writer, and uh, so that's been greenlit. So we're going to do that. So there's a bunch of things that are coming up. That's exciting. Or that I'm involved with. Yeah. You know, at the time. Right that's, now, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. So I'm excited about that. Tell Everything. me more uh, about this book, if you can. If, if uh... Well, it'll be, you know, it's going to, it's not a tell-all, but, you know, it's going to be more honest than most, I think. Uh, of course, it'll be a lot about SNL and my experiences backstage, you know. Mm-hmm. A lot of people seem to not really want to, you know, really say anything in detail. It's not that there was anything terribly dramatic or secrets to be revealed. Right. You know, but um, I think there's a lot more interesting things that uh, haven't been mentioned. A lot of people seem to skate over their experience at SNL. What is that? Like, why is that? Because I've heard interviews with, obviously, people like Lauren Michaels before. Well, people want to, people would like to, you know, you don't want (laughs) to, if you work with Lauren Michaels, you don't want to risk losing your job. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> That's a good point. That's part of it. Right, right. But no, Although I mean, that like, may not, it, does, it shouldn't be a risk, but you never know. I don't know. 
Yeah. I mean, like, would you say that, that your experience on the show has been like, was it, was it as enjoyable as, as what? People... Oh, I had a great time. Yeah. yeah. No, I was very lucky. He, Lauren was completely behind me in the beginning and, you know, a lot of, that's when I got most of my characters on and, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, I, I'm fortunate. I mean, if you watch any of the older episodes, I'm featured a lot. So I was not, I was one of the luckier ones to, uh, have a, you know, a pretty strong, steady groove for the seven seasons I was on. That's incredible, you know? man. And, and getting an opportunity. I mean, when I was hired, like six weeks before the end of the season, that was a strange time for me to be hired. Yeah. And, um, because it wasn't even mid-season. So, you know, Lauren was very much behind putting my sketches in. and You know, it worked with the audience. It didn't work a read-through, but it worked with the audience. Right. Really well. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I mean, that was such a great time, that time that you were on the show. I mean, you were surrounded by some very talented people as well. Yeah. Well, it was like I was kind of on trial. As you are all the time, pretty much, on SNL. If you, if you, uh, you know, are absent for the show for, uh, you know, a number of times just from not getting sketches in or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever they, it's, you're always close to being possibly cut. I mean, they just, I guess they got the, um, they didn't ask for Taron Killen to come back and he's like, like always on the show and right. does amazingly. He's, he's a remarkable performer. Right. And, um, for whatever reason. So, you know, that was kind of a shock. That's, you know, but I guess that's part of SNL. I assume that's, yeah. that's just never going to go away. Yeah. But, definitely. um, that's part of the process of every institution. But, um, that was like, I would never think that would happen. Right. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so, but I mean, like after that, I mean, you saw a lot of, a lot of the, you know, uh, cast and stuff like that. Like I find that when they end up leaving the show, uh, they do really make a strong run with movies and television. And, I mean, you were one of the fortunate ones that, that you know, were, were in there at the right time, and, and you were able to come out with some really fantastic movies. Obviously, Night at the Roxbury was huge. I remember growing up with that and just thinking, man, these guys are the funniest. And talk about an all-star cast that just cameoed in that. I mean, everybody from Richard Grieco. I'm not sure whatever happened to him. Richard but... Grieco, yes. We got Richard Grieco in it. That's right. That <laughs> was such a great movie, man. And it got so much play and it's i mean i I think there was a super bowl commercial around it there was i mean there was i did do a pepsi commercial where it was yeah where everybody's popping their head all over the world (laughs) that's right will was uh, promoting semi what was it called not semi uh semi pro was that yeah yeah the yeah the basketball one i think yeah the basketball one so he was promoting that so he was doing a beer commercial or some sort of commercial for the Super Bowl, so he couldn't do this one where we were going to both be bopping our heads or whatever right. in the end, saying that's enough. Because we were like, everyone else is from Missy Elliott to Ella Cool J were bopping their heads in the video. <laughs> and then I'm in the end going, you know, knock it off. Oh, I never bop my head, actually. Somebody else is doing it, the drag singers, and I say, bop it, or I don't know what I say. I exclaim something. To show your ability towards head bopping. Right, right. <laughs> and that was the big Pepsi Super Bowl commercial. But it was fun. Yeah, man. It's such a dynamite mem- memories there, for, especially for fans. I mean, like, we love seeing that stuff. But what what character do you think you get recognized the most for? I mean, was it was it Mr. Peepers? Was it Mango? Was it which one do you feel like you got? Oh, all, a lot of them. Some of them are just sayings like, you know, you guys want some cookies? People like that. <laughs> 
but you know, whether it's Mango or Mr. Peepers or uh, the Roxbury guys or even specific ones like Goth Talk or, you know, I do a character named Sue Force, who's a gibberish guy. And, right. Or then like the Terry's Drug or the Gay Hitler. There's quite a few, but Blue, you know, the Blue Oyster, more cowbell sketch. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. So, that's dynamite, man. That is dynamite. So, what can people expect from from your stand up show? I know you've got. Uh, you, I mean, you're you you're all over the country right now. You travel all over the place for for comedy. People love bringing you in. What can people expect from your show coming up here in Abbotsford? Uh, well, good old fashioned funny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you bring, um, but you. Bring, me, I've seen some of your stuff. Well, I mean, you, you bring a lot me of stories. Right? Yeah. Huh? It's me again. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it'll be great. It's, I don't know. That's, that question I think I've heard in every single interview. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what can they expect? Um, hmm. Well, I, I think because I've, <laughs> I've seen some of your stuff. I feel, you should ask them. I don't know I what should, they expect. <laughs> How do I know what they expect? What they expect. I, if I they guess buy a what ticket, do you bring? they expect something good. If yeah. they don't, then they... But, be, you know, they all seem to... Do very well and sell out most time. I mean, they added a show. Yeah, that's they a good added sign. a show at right. the um, Yeah, yeah, that's a good sign. Absolutely. And um, it helps when I. Oh, I should get my Twitter by the way. If you want to follow me on Twitter, which I'm pretty active on. Yeah, you've got a dynamite at, Twitter at Chris Catan. That's at Chris Catan, and then Instagram is uh, Chris Catan official because someone took my name. Did they really? Yeah, I hate a, that shit. Yeah, I hate that shit. So that's okay, I guess. Chris Catan. <laughs> But it's at Chris Catan official. That's my Instagram. Beautiful. I'm gonna I'm gonna follow you right now on uh, Twitter. Just because oh, that's I've, very kind. Of you. Yeah, I've I've, uh, I've it's been, gonna be a great experience. It, it, <laughs> you're really gonna enjoy it. It's, I'm gonna knock it out of the park. Get ready for the ride of your life. <laughs> it's coming, <laughs> Chris. I know everybody's looking forward to uh, to uh, seeing you per- perform here and and catching you live. And and uh, I know Thanks, everybody. Man. Yeah, man. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing. And uh, I can't wait to to come and see you rock out that club. And uh, of course. Uh, Hey, continued success with everything you're doing, and and hey, thanks so much for making time to come on the show today, man. I really appreciate. it. Oh, of course, I had, I had fun, and congratulations on Jasmine and her education. Thank you. It's I think that's fantastic. Labor of love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, well, I hope to see you at the Calgary Club one of these days as well. We've got seventeen right, across yeah. the country, man. So we would love to have you up here, Chris. Thanks again oh, for thanks, coming man. on the show, brother. I really appreciate. Thank it. you, buddy. All right, okay. you too. Bye bye. Bye bye. Folks, and there you have it, the Chris Catan interview. Special thanks to Mr. Chris Catan for coming on the show. Very much appreciated. Again, check out tickets now. Abbot, Abbotsford, Yuck Yucks. Please, probably sold out already. Check them out anyway. Great shows always, always coming up. Now, on behalf of myself, your host, Jake Hirsch, and of course, the entire cast and crew over at Yuck Yucks, Mr. Mark Breslin, our executive producer, Kira Williams, our webmaster, Camille Argue, and of course, her husband, Lane Argue, who lays down all the wonderful acoustic tracks. Check him out, Lane Argue. I believe it's guitar or laneargue.com. Check out the description. It is in there. The link is in there. Stay tuned for more, more great interviews. I can't even talk. It's, uh, I don't know. It's late. I've had a long day. Love you, kids. We'll see you next week.